Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a really fun, classic Eddie Murphy comedy, and that is, of course, Coming to America. This movie follows an extremely pampered African prince who travels to Queens, New York, and goes undercover to find a wife that he can respect for her intelligence and strong will. This movie was one that I saw for the first time a couple of years ago, and it didn't make a huge impression on me. I'm not really sure why. Uh, I think it maybe be, was just different than I expected, even though I'm not totally sure what I expected. Uh, it was, like I said, a couple of years ago. I don't really remember. Um, I remembered like a handful of moments from the movie, but overall, uh, I didn't have like too strong memories about it. And the sequel was coming out, so I was like, you know what? I should rewatch the first one. It's on Prime. Why not? You know, I have I have some time to kill. I love Eddie Murphy, and I've been trying to watch a bunch of classic comedies that I haven't seen before. So I was like, you know what? This is the perfect candidate. And so I decided to just sit down and check it out. And I'll be honest with you, I loved it. I loved it. This is really one of my favorite '80s comedies. Now it's right up there with stuff like Ghostbusters. Um, is really really good i enjoyed so much i think the uh the contrast they do a really 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 great job of playing up the contrast between him and his life in zamunda and then uh you know what it's like when he comes over to america and i think the movie really does a great job of creating a very lived-in world you really get a feel for all these characters and the the place that they inhabit i mean there's a strong sense of place here and and intentionally it's designed to play up what i was talking about before with the contrast but uh, this is a definitely a side of New York that you don't really see anymore. You know, it's definitely more glamorized now. It's a lot more clean, more sanitized. It does not look like this anymore. It does not feel like this anymore, especially not in movies. So I thought that was kind of a fun, like, time capsule type moment. But in general, I think this movie just does a really great job with the characters. Um, Eddie Murphy is giving a really great performance in this movie. I love how he's sort of this... Uh, I wouldn't want to say revolutionary because that's too strong of a word, but he's like, uh, he's really trying to change a very established system from within it. And he just has uh, very different views and goals from a lot of the people that he's surrounded by and how that kind of puts him to conflict. It puts him into conflict, both in like serious and in comedic ways throughout this movie is really entertaining to watch. Like he just is a force of nature. He has a great comedic presence. He has like so much charisma. And this is when he was young, you know, he's just getting started and I think it's even more then than it is now and he's still obviously great but back then there was just something special you know you could tell like he was he was hungry and he was like just getting started and he was like um really dedicated to bringing these movies to life as best as they could be and he does a really really great job I think that all the supporting characters are really good too uh I, I like uh, Arsenio Hall as uh uh, semi and the creepy uh reverend guy i think i think that's him or maybe not shoot i should have i should have had this list in front of me but that is actually a, a just a fun thing to stop and and do a brief aside about i love that they play multiple characters um in this movie it's it's a really cool trademark of some of those early eddie murphy movies i think it's it's so fun to try to like look for moments where you can tell um like who he played uh, and then the same thing with arsenio hall which i didn't even realize i was just looking up about like who all did eddie murphy play and it turned out that he played um you know all the people in the barbershop but then 
uh, Arsenio Hall played more than just semi too. So I thought that was cool. That was like a cool thing that they, they both did. It's really fun. Um, yeah, he is the really creepy pastor. Okay. I was right. Yeah. That dude. Wow. When I was talking about memorable characters, wow, that guy is up there. I cannot, uh, I cannot handle those scenes. They're impossibly awkward when he's like talking to literally anyone. It is so creepy and so weird. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a very memorable side character because thankfully he's not in it very much. But uh, for the time that he is in it, it's ah, it's pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, anyway, that that is cool. That's a fun thing they try to look for, and it's like a fun trivia thing that you if you can spot all the people that they play, it's, it's fun. Um, yeah, getting back to like the main story though. Um, I think that Eddie Murphy has really good chemistry with, um, Sherry Headley. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, she is love interest in this movie. And I like that the movie really goes out of its way to show you that what he wants is someone who he can respect and someone who respects him for who he is um, and not his wealth or his his status, his class, whatever. He wants someone to truly appreciate him. And that's his whole goal throughout this movie. That's why he intentionally grounds himself. He intentionally wants to be poor. Um, you know, he's really trying to strip away all the bravado and all that wealth and all the, the um, princeliness. He's trying to... to be just a normal person and i really think that that's one of the things that sets this movie apart because there's a lot of 80s movies and admittedly this movie to some degree where they fall into that trap of like women are kind of just objects or just like they're not really characters they're just like uh almost in a sick way i, I mean like this isn't um you know, this probably wasn't the way that they were intended to be written, but it's almost a prize for the hero to win. And in this movie, I think that it was very ahead of its time in terms of the fact that their love story is actually well-written and well-developed. You can tell that they um, they sort of have a thing for each other right off the bat, even though she doesn't really want to admit it, and she's sort of in this, uh, this uh, committed relationship with this other guy. Um, that he, you know, only because of the money and it's not something that she really wants to do. So she's sort of in a situation that's similar to Eddie Murphy's situation, but just in a, in a slightly different way. And then the way that their relationship progresses is really, is really nice. And they're really good together. Like, um, they play off of each other really well. And I like that they have real conversations that what she appreciates about him is clear. And it's that she listens and what he appreciates about her is clear. And it's that she likes him as a person, not just as a prince. So the way that that all plays out on screen is just really entertaining and heartwarming to watch. And by the time they finally get back together at the end, which I'll admit is a little bit rushed. Um, I don't like think that should have been how it went down. I think that he should have uh, just, you know, I, th I think they should have been able to resolve their conflict on the train rather than you think that they're not going to. And then just for it to be like, Oh, surprise, the end, uh, you know, <laughs> actually, it's fine. They're good now. It's like you never got to see her come to that realization. And you never got to see the whole process where the king was like, oh, I'll fly you out and we'll do a surprise wedding. Like, that seems like something that you don't really want to skip over. So I think I could have done with a, a little bit of like shifting around the way all that wound down in the end. But everything that leads up to it, I think, is really, really good. And 
this is just this really blew me away in terms of like actually how how much it focuses on the characters and how entertaining it is to watch uh, i just really wasn't expecting it to be this good or to like fire on on all cylinders in quite the way it did so if you haven't seen this i would highly recommend it um it is on prime right now like i said because the sequel is as well which i would not recommend i was planning to do like a double feature uh eddie murphy type deal where i would do like coming to america on tuesday and then coming to america on thursday uh that's not gonna happen i just tell you we barely made it like 30 minutes in i was i was sitting down to watch it with my parents and it was awful like it was really really bad just the cringiest the cringiest humor just like flat boring directing it just has that look and feel that is in a lot of modern comedies and i really don't even know how to describe it to you in words which i know is not great for podcasting but it's hard to articulate that you just know it when you see it and it's one of those type of movies it's um it's really disappointing because i really really wanted to watch it but definitely not worth it i would not recommend that one i like i said i barely made it out of the first half hour this one however definitely really good i would highly recommend this one this is a really great 80s comedy it ages really well uh too which is surprising but it does and yeah, wow, Eddie Murphy, what a genius. I've been watching a lot of his movies recently. I want to keep that going because he's he's really good, and he's made a lot of really great movies I haven't seen yet, so I'm excited to, to watch them. But in the meantime, I would say definitely check this one out. It is well worth your time. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for amazing weather. Oh, my gosh, all week, great weather. This is a very frequent grateful for me on this podcast. But hey, you know, sometimes it bears repeating. All right. Uh, Pennsylvania isn't always the best for weather. But when it's good for weather, it's great for weather. And this um, this week is going to be really great. Today was awesome. It was in like the, the 50s. And I just got to walk around and play football at the park and like just amazingly chill day. I was wearing shorts, which felt amazing. It's just good. All, all good all around. So love uh love the the good weather it brings a good mood uh if you enjoy this podcast and you want to show it some love please consider rating reviewing you ever get your podcast five stars is super helpful you can do it right in app and while you're there consider subscribing so you never miss an episode i post these every tuesday and thursday as well as some other days depending on what's going on in pop culture uh if you want to um if you have somebody in your life you think would enjoy the show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. Uh, word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about this show. And if you want links to contact me, uh, links to all the available episodes so far and everywhere you can possibly listen to them, as well as links to buy my clothing brand and a whole lot more. You can find all that at moviesandmorepod.com, which is linked in the description below. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And until next time, good morning, my neighbors. Peace.